We're back, baby. We are back better than ever. Sorry we took a week off. It has been a crazy two weeks. Yeah, insane two weeks. Yeah. We've uh, both been traveling quite a bit. Yeah, so Matt went to Vegas and watched the USA absolutely mollywop uh, Mexico, which was a great time. It was an amazing time, yes. Yes. It's fun to watch that one on TV and just, golly, this is <laughs> awesome. This is great. I've so. watched it two or three times since. It's just, yeah, it was amazing. It just felt like a stamp our flag moment and just, you know, crunch them. So that was, that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's very true. It, it felt like a statement to all of the region just to say, hey, we're it. We're the Kings now. We're it's him. three trophies in a row. We're him. We're him. So, uh, and then they went on and just chunked Canada too. And um, so, Kings, Kings of CONCACAF, uh, Kings of the world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> kings of the world. Soon in 2060 or whenever we win the World Cup. Um, and then, yeah, I was in Omaha. Uh, my brother-in-law plays for Oral Roberts uh, baseball team here in um, the States. So if you're listening overseas and you're like, what is that? Uh, they went to the College World Series, which is like, a pretty big deal because they're a really small school. Um, so, yeah, I've been there uh, most of the week this week and uh, didn't end the way we wanted it to go, but... Not many people can say, hey, we ended in the last eight uh, at any tournament. So, uh, pretty fun week there, but that's kind of why we are coming to you late this week. I mean, late also because the storm that rolled through Tulsa over the weekend has, what, at one point, there were probably about a million customers without power. Yeah, I still don't have electricity, so... Uh, you know, living on the land, uh, dying. Just kidding. I'm at my my in-laws' house uh, (laughs) swimming every day. So um, (laughs) definitely not living on the land. I have a two-year-old who would lose his mind if we were living on the land. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Clark would, yeah. Um, (laughs) He would not be happy. (laughs) He'd be mad. So, uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's go back and talk about uh, Nations League and how was the atmosphere, Matt, uh, as you were there, as the Mexican it Federation just started to fall apart. Amazing. Um, so about a week before, I realized that I had tickets to both semifinal games, right? Something like that. And I was like, oh, well, crap, we get to watch Canada, Panama also? Sweet. Um... So I went with my friend Haley, and, and um, we walked in, and the stadium's nuts. Like, the stadium is absolutely insane. We are on the second level, um, and I'm glad we were, because the first level was just rowdy, rowdy. Um, but the second level, we got to um, go up this, like, flight, uh, well, flight of stairs, what an escalator. We went up this yeah, escalator. This moving stairway. And um, you literally come up onto this um, just part of the stadium where you can see literally everything. It was crazy. It was amazing. Amazing view. Beautiful. The stadium's kind of small, but at the same time, amazing. Um, yeah, we watched Canama. Canama. Wow. Yep, we're going to go with that. Canama. Um, we watched Canada and... and Panama. And, um, what, Alfonso Davies got a goal. I think Jonathan Davies had a goal in that game, too. Jonathan Davies, yeah. He's, um, he's probably, he's one of the best nines in the, in the region. Oh, yeah. He's really, really good. A hundred percent. Um, and that game was, you know, really, really great. And then, um, I think maybe 20% of the stadium was full for Canada-Panama. And then once Mexico USA hit, completely sold out stadium. 
We it's were incredible. sitting in the um, Mexico like section. I mean, they, we were literally sitting across from the American Outlaws on the other end. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, in enemy territory. In enemy territory. We're, uh, yeah, yeah. We, <clears throat> we lo- I looked around and, you know, we saw the USA people around us, right? The 15 or so that were in our section. There was somebody, like, right across the aisle from us. Um, but, you know, we made sure that we knew where, where each other were. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the game started. And, uh, what, Pulisic missed that half... Oh, he missed a sitter almost. It was so close. It was like, he was 10 yards, 12 yards out. Yeah. Went, basically went around, like, two or three defenders. At that point, I was like, no, we can't be having this kind of day. Like, we cannot be doing this. Not against Mexico. No. Like, we have got to own this thing right now. No. Yeah. And then, um, what, Pulisic gets his, his first goal, um, kicks down the flag post. Uh, was that right in front of you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love to hear that. <laughs> it was that literally, like, right there. Um, and what, the ref made him pick it up and put it back on there. I was like, are you serious, ref? This is dumb. We're like, we have ball boys for this. Yeah, like, like, what are you talking come about? Come on, man. Um, but, yeah. Scores the goal, we go crazy. Um, like I said, I'm in the enemy's territory. I'm literally sitting there in enemy territory. I take the scarf that we had just bought over my head and I start waving it. And I'm just, woo, yeah, woo. Just in front of these Mexico fans, just celebrating. Oh my gosh. Oh, asking to die. Asking for it, really, really asking for it. But... Um, <laughs> then we score what halftime happens and we score again after halftime immediately after halftime we take a 2-0 lead and um yeah Pulisic gets that brace yeah. huge there <laughs> and I start chanting Dosa <laughs> Matt is asking to just like die he's he's not like using his brain at this point like he's just turned it off because he's got mexican fans all around him 47 minutes into the game and we're super amped up flying high (laughs) about being there about usa winning two nil at the moment right and um yeah (laughs) absolutely lunatic then um what 68th, 69th minute, Ricardo Pepe gets his goal, goes around Ochoa. No, he has 78th minute. That was 70? after Montez oh. went out. Okay, okay. After Montez went out and after McKinney went out. Okay, so then, okay, so 70 minutes, sorry, 70th minute, the red card happens. Right? Yeah. Uh, Montez kicks Balogun. Balogun goes down. Montez gets the red card. Uh, McKinney has his, you know, shirt. The nipple, the nipple of all nipples. Like, hang it in the Louvre. We've got a piece of absolute American art that is a showstopper. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's when the brawls started happening in the stands. And, Fights. Uh, in the stands. In the with actual fans. stands, yes. Fights. Um, in the stands. That's like, when the, the Mexican fans started to get upset and used their chant. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything started around that time. Yeah. So, I mean, both teams go to 10 men and then... Yeah. Um, then Pepe comes on and Pepe comes on, gets it. his goal, goes around Ochoa, and um, I'm pretty sure I'm chanting... Trace Acero at some point, not very loud because you know the brawls are happening and we're just trying. Because he's not trying to get fought. Yeah, exactly. In Vegas, we're just trying. He doesn't live, where he literally can't go to his own home afterwards and mend his wounds. Hey, I have you know friends who live there. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so. Peppy scores, and then, yeah. The, and then uh, the other two red cards in the game happen. Yeah, Destin, who? Arrega. Okay. Ariaga, 
I don't. I couldn't even. At tell you that how point, to I didn't even know it was eighty fifth minute though. We didn't even know in the crowd that they were down to nine men. To be honest with you, um, because I was celebrating so much, and then oh, I was like, "We on TV, we could tell they were down to nine men because oh, the field looked massive." Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, I counted afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, they're both down to nine. Sweet. Okay." Then we all know what happens. They pause the game. What, Mexico what is that? 89th minute? Something like that? Yeah, Mexico is, uh, you know, Doing being their, Mexico. Being and Mexico. Their, their discriminatory chant. Yeah. Um, and it's... That's something that's gotta go, man. Like, these discriminatory chants gotta go in football, man. Like, we cannot be having racial chants we cannot be having homophobic chants we can't be having that man like that is absolutely so classless and yeah, honestly come up with other mexico they need to be playing with like minimal fans no fans maybe they can't play in Mexico for a while. They can't play in the south of the United States. Maybe they got to go play in, like, Minnesota, or they got to play in... Oh, put them up in BMO in Canada. Or or they, or they got to go play in Fargo, North Dakota, or, like, something, like... They, we, can, we have got to have harsher penalties for these fans acting Do they fool. get anything at all? I mean, the, the game nothing, was paused, right? Nothing's Once. been announced. And then, I mean, it, that message came up on those screens four or five times. Then, because there's a message, we can post it on our socials if we need to. I'm uh, sure if you watch the game, they flashed over to it multiple times there. Um, yeah, then they stopped the game, right? He added yeah, on 12 like, minutes, which... It was like never, five minutes of whatever. Never needed to be 12 minutes at well, all. The game was completely over. The game was over, but I understand, as a former referee, I understand why he added 12 minutes because the red cards added probably a minute and a half apiece. Um, just getting guys off the field, the fight, um, and stuff like that. So I understand why he added that much time, but it's also like... Yo, bro, it's 3 nil. Exactly, like, the game is fully over. It's 99. Like, nobody's going to make a run and try to come back in this thing because it's 99. Exactly. People are not just zipping up and down the field anymore. Like, they're trying to conserve their legs and stuff like that. And then he calls it at, like, 7.30. Yeah. Nine, 97.30 is what the official time was. And so it was It was just weird that he added 12 minutes and he was like, ah, man, we're not adding 12 minutes. I mean, the reason being is because the chant kept happening. That right. Literally, the goal kick happened from Matt Turner, the chant happened, and then he called it. Yeah. And I mean, you could kind of tell on TV that Matt Turner was a little nervous about what was going on in the stands when he took that last one and well he wasn't he was definitely i mean he was calling for them to stop basically like you kept well, looking at it him. just looked like he was very like kind of skittish there just because yeah, he didn't know too. what was going to come out of the stands he didn't know what was going to happen and um that was kind of kind of tough there. Um, yeah. So that was, I was like, but then they called it, it's over. People literally tossing their $18 beers onto people. Like, man, you have 18 bucks to waste? All right. That's crazy, though. That's crazy. I mean, like, yeah, it's, I don't know what should happen to Mexico, but. Like, they shouldn't be able to play in Dallas. They shouldn't be able to play in Houston. They shouldn't be able to play in... L.A. L.A., Miami, Arizona, like, Vegas. Like, they shouldn't be able to play there. Like, if you're going to act so poorly as fans... Like, I understand. You're down big to your biggest rival. It sucks. But, like, just leave. Just leave the game. 
just walk out of the stadium. We saw it plenty of times in the Premier League this year where teams li- or fans just left. Yep. They just walked out. And I just don't understand why you got to just start throwing things and stuff like that. And so um, that's that's kind of frustrating for me. And I think CONCACAF and FIFA need to come out and do something about it because I think it's it's criminal that we haven't had anything done about it yet. And it's been going on for years. Hearing player accounts of like beer and pee and pee is a big one in Mexico City coins and stuff like that I mean if you watch the conference league final a few weeks ago like the West Ham fans threw cups like plastic cups and I don't know why they're serving them in like hard plastic cups serving beer in hard plastic cups but like what are we doing? Throwing cups at players. And the guy was trying to take a corner kick, gets his head cut open, and is bleeding all down the back of his neck. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, if you want to win and, like, whatever, you want your team to play better, like, stop supporting them if they're playing terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. But, like, it's just such a ridiculous thing. And then, I mean... They go on to the final and honestly, like, just walk through Canada and... Romped, yeah. It was over quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Chris Richards, great performance by Chris Richards. Looking forward to him getting some more time in uh, the Crystal Palace uh, rotation next year. Hopefully kind of solidifies himself with the new manager of how we're going and and stuff like that. I think he's I think he's a great center back. I think he plays really well. He he positions his body really well. Um he's not ever gonna be the fastest person on the field. He's not ever gonna be whatever, but he's gonna be physical. He's gonna be on the ball and he's gonna have great positioning. It it just seemed like every time Canada had anything. It was like Chris Richards deflection, Chris Richards stop shot, Chris Richards block. And I'm like, Chris Richards is everywhere. Like what what are, like what in the world? Like why is he not playing at Palace? Like I feel like I mean, and he had some injuries. Yeah, like, wasn't like, he? He's kind of injury prone. Like, my gosh, he's like everywhere all at once and it's it's awesome to watch. Uh so he gets his his first goal and then Balogun absolutely bullies off whomever I don't even remember who he bullied off but it was like he got a nice little ball in and it was like wow I'm trying to think I was he just had such strength to just push him off and and go at goal and I was I was pretty pretty excited about yeah it was a a great goal well yeah he had that run in behind him got the got the ball then went far post right yeah, I mean, you just slot it home past the keeper. I mean, it wasn't really like a crazy goal, but it was more of the crazy... Um, it was really more of the crazy, like, separation that he got from uh, from his defender, and that was really, really nice to see um, from him as he's been kind of touted. And we've talked about how great we think he's going to be. Um, but... It was a nice separation, and then it was also just such a good. Um, it was such a good like finish, and it's like wow, and if we can really get him and Pepe competing there, and just pushing each other to be better at the national team level. <sighs> I agree, because Pepe looks good too. Like, Pepe looks like he's about to sign with Eindhoven as well, which yeah. is. Yep, PSV will pro. I think it'll probably happen today. They were talking about it. Yeah, like it should it should happen uh, soon. Yeah, twelve million dollar deal, which I don't know if that's a bargain or not. I mean, it was twenty million dollars, so Augsburg's out eight mil. For yeah, him, that's but, true. You know, it 
it'd be pretty cool to kind of see um, them do that and him kind of pair up with some some of those uh, guys at Eindhoven who are really, honestly, pretty good. I I really like watching Eindhoven play. I think they're a solid solid squad there. True. Um, John Kennedy or sorry, Scott Kennedy is the guy Balogun went past uh, for Canada. Yeah, I mean he just him. pushed him off, of him, and it was nice to watch because it's like one of those things where you just have watched USA strikers just get bodied, get pushed off in that situation and like he he brought the noise there and that was just exciting to watch, you know. Yes. So I I mean I I am looking forward to the next USA games um with yeah, tomorrow the A team. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Gold Cup does start tomorrow at 8:30 against Jamaica. Uh, Jamaica, which will be our hardest game of, of the of the group. Yeah. Of the group Hunch, by far. Hands down. By Who far. do we even play? Did, uh, is one of them even announced yet? Uh, yes. So it's St. Kitts and Neves, and oh, then wow. it's uh, Trinidad. Okay, so I mean Trinidad's going to be pretty decent. Trinidad's going to be fine. Um. Jamaica's good. Wow. Okay, so actually, Jamaica out is, of those is three cold. teams, Jamaica is we got cold. a pretty like. It's probably the hardest group in the. I, I, I mean, mean, I haven't looked at any of the groups, but I would imagine it's the hardest group because Trinidad and Jamaica are. But Trinidad's down a little bit. Jamaica's not. Jamaica's got like five Premier League guys. I mean, they're really, really good. Like, I think um, Jamaica has chance. To make some noise here, um, for sure. Uh, it's they're good, and um, we don't always beat them. Let's just say that. And um, the reggae boys will come with with some action. I don't know really who they have called up. Um, oh, here here we are. Andre Blake will start in goal. That's not even close. You think they're he's their captain? Um, they got a bunch of dudes that play in England, a bunch that play at smaller clubs in the Prem. Some a Brentford guy, a Luton Town guy, a Wolves guy, then a Portsmouth guy. Um, they do have Leon Bailey uh, coming in from a Villa, Damari Gray from Everton, um, Mikel Antonio from West Ham. Um, I mean, it's a good little lineup. Bobby Reed from Fulham. If they can the put it together, this team definitely has the opportunity yeah, they're to good. do something. They're good. And so I think you, because they're bringing an A team to this tournament. Yeah. 100%. They're, they're 100% I mean, they bringing an A team. don't have anything else other than World Cup qualifying normally. Right. And so it'll be interesting to see kind of what we do against them um you gotta i mean yeah expect a win there yeah uh, but exactly because you're you're 90 percent gonna have matt turner in goal um yeah which here's the deal i understand I, you have reservations about that but against jamaica yeah against jamaica let Selena play against St. Kitts. Yeah, that's true. Get him some minute, first team minutes let's, against some. Let Selena play against some smaller teams. Trinidad. Yeah. Jamaica's good, bro. Mikel Antonio is nice. Yeah, this team. Leon they, Bailey is they nice. They brought a good team to the tournament. Like, they should be one of the favorites for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. If they can put it together on the field. If they because, can figure it out, they'll, they exactly. should be. I mean, honestly, a semifinal run isn't out of the. I don't, realm think, for I don't them. think so. No, I mean I they, that's the they've they've put out good product and they've got to the final before. Yeah, I mean, I mean they beat us. What Which obviously Concacaf is going to be a little bit harder uh, in terms of us bringing a lessened squad. If we bring the A squad, we wax everybody. It's not close. Yeah, nobody, nobody's coming near us. If we bring the BC squad like we're doing, eh, 
could get a little weird. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing, um, really just kind of seeing some of these younger cats play. We're probably going to have Miazga out there. We're probably going to have Yedlin out there. We're probably going to have freaking Aaron Long out there. Miles Robinson might be out there. I would like to see Miles Long, Miles Robinson over, um, old boy Aaron Long. Um, expecting a big tournament from Zendejas. Uh, Brandon Vasquez, I hope he gets some run there at the nine. Uh, Jordy Mihailovic, honestly, I hope he starts and plays a ton uh, in the midfield. And then uh, Alan Senora, I uh, like what I've seen from him recently, so it, it should be. I hope Busio gets on the field. Yeah, bro, Busio needs to move out of. He's got to get out of India. Yeah, it's. It's not great for him yeah. right now. Um, but, I mean, we have some prospects. There's actually, like, a bunch of good guys on this roster, too. Like, James Sands is on there. James Sands is good. I mean, he's Kate good. Caldwell is probably going to get... Kate Cal is going to get a move hopefully soon, but a good tournament here makes that move a little, a little better. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's good. <laughs> so, um, and then, I don't know, J- Jalen Neal at the back, if if a couple of these guys get some run, I mean, you got some dudes that are 20 years old in this team. Yeah. Like, Sean Johnson's your old head at almost 35. Jeez, that's crazy he's that old now. But then, like, Julian Gressel, he's 29. And it's weird that he gets... Jordan Morris is 28, like... Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention Jordan Morris. I'm so excited for that wing play. I, I don't know. But BJ Callahan will have the boys ready. You know how he goes. 2-0, and only wins trophies. Um, greatest manager in the history of the United States. <laughs> yeah, and Greg is back. We, we uh, Yeah, we hadn't talked about that we, yet. Uh, we, haven't, uh... we hired Greg back. And I don't know. I, the players seem very excited about it. Yeah. Which it's their team. It's we're just fans. Uh-huh. So if he uh-huh. can rally a locker room and whatever. I just think you spent so much money. You spent so much money on the investigation. You spent so much time and money on the search. You hired a firm. Yeah. And then you literally seems like a waste of time. Like, like you went back with your ex. Time. Yeah. And that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, why did we go through all the motions of talking about Thierry Henry, talking about Patrick Vieira, talking about Jesse Marsh, if we literally were just going to hire Greg? If you were going to hire Greg, like, do the investigation, get that crap over, and just hire Greg. Like, Yeah. So he has another three, four months with the team. But instead, we had interim manager, interim to the interim manager. Yeah, two interim managers who were both pretty good, actually. I mean, <laughs> Hudson and they did all right. They weren't too bad. But yeah. I'm like, we just went through all this stuff and like had all this time and money spent and went with Greg. Yeah. When we literally had big names that were interested in the job. Yeah, what... I mean, they didn't... They never mentioned any actual names by name because what i watched an interview on our viera viera was was on there mentioned as connected and had had talks with matt crocker i mean i i know i watched something with uh gucci on way who on the galazzo network yeah. um, he was saying you know there was a ton of people and uh they just yeah they just i i don't know they went ahead and decided on greg and that's... It just makes no sense. Like, we, we spent all this money, we hired this firm, we did all this stuff. No. And here we go. And we're, yeah, we're just back to the same old, same old. And we literally just picked up Greg again, and I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Like, what's the contract? Do we know? I I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. It's, I, it's through... Um, is it through the next World Cup? Through the World 26? Cup, twenty six. Yeah, through the World Cup. 
um, there, and it it makes no sense. His no. new contract will run through the conclusion of the World Cup in 26. Wow. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. That and, like... It's... Uh, he's just... He's, like, tactically inefficient. He's tactically... He doesn't make the right decisions. No. I think those guys just it's... love playing for the badge so much. You see it. Tim Weah becomes a monster for the national team. I don't yeah. think he gives a rat's behind about if it's Greg, BJ Callahan, or the homeless guy from McDonald's yeah. down the street. He's yes. like... I'm just playing for the USA. They like, want to play. This, this is this and the thing core is, group of guys. This core group of guys, they want to play, and they they have safety in the national team. Yeah. And I was listening to something the other day, and it was like, this national team is a safe place for a lot of these guys that right now, like, club future is murky. They have... They're not getting to play a ton at the club level. Like they come to the national team with all their buddies that they've been that they've literally grown up with. They've been playing yeah, with since like exactly. under twelve. Like at the national team camps and like whatever. Yeah. And it's a it's a safe place where they can be themselves. Imagine Dest. Serginio Dest literally didn't hardly even play at AC Milan. Yeah. Didn't, after the World Cup. Didn't get any minutes afterwards. Comes back, looks like daggum Pele out there, like cutting through people, yeah. dribbling around people, and yes, he got a red card, and yes, whatever. But like, it was with his boys. He was with all his his, his best buddies. Yeah. Like, he got to eat Panda Express before the game, probably. <laughs> like, which like, rumor right has it he loves <laughs> he loves orange chicken from Panda Express and he's like a fiend for it. So oh. that was uh I think Tim Way had said that. Like about when he comes back, he's like his first stop after the airport is literally <laughs> a panda. <laughs> but and then like Polisic. Polisic had all sorts of injury issues in and out of the squad at Chelsea. Not playing a ton. We gotta get him out of there still. Yeah. He he comes he comes to USA camp with all his buddies and plays hard, scores two goals. Has a plays man of the incredibly performance con- against Mexico. In, in, incredibly competitive minutes. Yeah. Weston McKinney. I mean, just go down the list. Brendan Aronson. Like yeah. Matt Turner played seven games for Arsenal this year. Eight games for Arsenal this year. Like, we just, you just go down the list of no one, dudes who are in yeah, that. Yeah, no one's safe. Chris Richards, literally nine games at Palace. Yeah. And, and so, I don't like, know where we get these guys too. So, you come and you bring them back to the national team camp. They're with all their best friends. They're hanging out. They're going to Panda Express. Like, yeah. And they go and they play hard for the badge. And the, yes, Tim Weah is the, the, rumored to be very, very close with Juventus. Yeah, Juve's got Would him, love that move. That's what it sounds like. I think play, that move would be awesome. He'll play left back for him, most likely. Yeah. Which, here's the deal. I'm okay with him playing left oh, back. Oh, 100%. Because he's an atta- he'll be an attacking left back. He'll still do what he does. It's just like Davies. Yeah. Davies went over to Bayern actually as a winger. Mm-hmm. But somebody got hurt, and they were like, we need you on the field. Yeah, we need you to step up. So figure out how to play outside back, and you can go for it as many times as you want. Yeah, because like, we've, we've got the defense to take care of. Yeah, this. we'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, And like the thing is, like, Juve does too. Like, without their 10-point deduction, like... Yeah, they're Champions League. They're, uh, they're second place. place. They would have been second or third. Okay. Like, they they were, I mean, way up. And so, you know, like, great but, club with great history and, and stuff like that. And I think he'll play. I think he would. 
Yeah, and he's gonna get. The he's like rumored as like top, top prospect. And, yeah, top guy. I mean, and it's we like, don't know who they'll keep. We don't know who they'll sell. We don't know if Vlahovic will be there. We we don't know, but I think that's a great move. Yeah, for him, it is. But also, it's just like that goes back to the point of all of these dudes. Like they're coming out of a situation that's very in flux. That's very chaotic at their club level where they're at Mm -hmm. 200 300 days a year yeah probably i mean probably upper 200s probably like 280 days a year they're with their club because you gotta think like preseason yeah like 250 to 280 playing throughout the season because i mean they're they're you know national team camps and things yeah you have national team camp for a week two weeks whatever yeah here or there yeah. But you got to think like two hundred, and then they they're off for sixty something days in the summer. Not really, but they're yeah. off for 50, 60 days in the summer. Yeah, and then they go back to preseason. Mm-hmm. Like they're coming out of all this chaos, and then they come back. They put on the red, white, and blue, and they're like, "I'm at home with all my boys." Like yeah. they get to they get to talk even, the same language with some of these with all these guys. You know, even with a like a raucous. Mexico crowd, they were completely comfortable. Yeah, completely comfortable in Vegas. And like, like that, that definitely goes to show like a lot of these guys have played at high levels. They've had raucous crowds, but also like this is just like their place where they're comfortable. Yeah, and they can play their best and they can be their best selves. And like, I don't think anyone in in Europe really rates Tim Weah. I love Tim Wade for the national team. I think he's great. I think he provides different stuff than, like, your normal winger. He's crafty. He's got speed. But, yeah, I mean, he just gets to come home. He gets to play hard. He gets to, you know, play with his his buddies. Yeah. And at the end of the night, like, go get some takeout Chinese food. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's nice to see. It's really nice to see. So good to see the trophy lift too. I mean, yeah, jeez, it's always nice to lift trophies. Apparently, always. we're like we're like fifth all time now in international trophies. What? How? And like Argentina has twenty two international trophies with like Copa Americas and like stuff like that. Um, Brazil has like twenty, and then like I think like Italy has eleven or twelve, and then it was like. Uh, like there was someone else in there, like in that twenty to twenty to ten range, and then we were nine. Because <laughs> we have a bunch of gold cups, gold like cups, it's yeah. gold cups, and then these nations leagues. I mean, we have seven gold cups, two nations leagues. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, well, okay. and we're over Mexico now. That's crazy. Mexico, Mexico ain't nothing. Now. No, they're not. It's yeah. But I mean, just real quick, that federation needs an entire like wash. Oh, um, they like, tear it all down. Yeah, they're they're in total shambles, and you could just tell from the crowd. You can tell from the people that we talk to, uh, on a like, you know, on daily basis that yeah, this Mexican team's just they're not it. And then what the coach head coach. Head coach got fired, right? Yeah, got Diego sacked Coca after got five games. Seven games. Seven, seven games. games. Great and, times. Yeah, just absolute garbage. But we've said it on this podcast. Mexico, they got to start getting their guys in Europe. Yeah. Because the thing They're is, terrible. I think, Everyone's... personally, I think probably Liga MX is a better league than the MLS. But the MLS has a development plan. They have a, hey, we're going to go sell these guys on. We're going to put a 20% sell-on clause in their contract with um, whomever they're going to. Whether that be RBL, whether that be Augsburg, whatever. Mm -hmm. We're going to throw a 20% down, 15%, whatever. But anywhere from 15 to 30% sell-on clause. Yeah. Of our guys, we're just going to develop them to the level where they can go play mid-table, like, top five leagues. Yeah. They can go play high-table 
maybe lower five, lower five in the top ten leagues. So like Scottish Premier League, Portugal, well, Portugal. I would say they're closer to a top. Belgium, five like Belgium, Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. like all these like yeah. kind of more developmental leagues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can go play immediately. Austria, at a, yeah. RB Salzburg, they yep. can go play immediately at Eindhoven, at a Rangers, Celtic. Rangers, you know, like they can go play at these places. Eintracht. Yeah, you know, like Frankfurt or like Wolfsburg, like Kevin Paredes is at yeah, Wolfsburg. If we, we want to like, send them to, to Germany. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so Liga MX, though, as a league collectively and their top teams are definitely better than the MLS teams. It, we've only won one CONCACAF Nations League. And the MX has literally won all the rest of them. They have they don't have a salary cap, right? So they can throw money at players like they want. They don't have a salary cap, but I think they have like a Mexican cap. Yeah, like that's they, what have it is. they have to have, have like so, many, so many so many on their team or Mexican born like, yeah. like players. But at the same time, MLS is definitely more like rich than Liga MX. Oh, because they, we've put the structure exactly. in to like Gain the funds have to everything to go, whatever, and obviously that's taken a, a while. I mean, but twenty five years, yeah, twenty eight, eight years, twenty eight years, because yeah. twenty twenty was yeah. um, the the twenty fifth anniversary. But like, we do have all these like procedures and infrastructure and everything that it's like, hey, go get sold. And we're going to reap benefits when you get sold again to a bigger club. Yeah. And I was talking with a couple of our buddies from our indoor team, and they were like, Mexico just doesn't believe in stuff like that. They're very much like, we've got to get the money now. And they've got, like, Alexis Vega. Alexis Vega from Chivas played in the World Cup, had a great World Cup. They're valuing him at, like, $15 million. He's never going to be a $15 million player. Not, like, not coming from Not coming there, from Liga yeah. MX to go to like Ajax or yeah, wherever like wherever. But I was like, what if they did a like $8 to $10 million fee and then threw a 20% clause in there so you make 8 to $10 million immediately and then you... He goes and get, gets sold for $30 million down the road in four years or whatever, $25 yeah. million. And at $30 million, and you get the 20, like 20, 30% of that is four or five million dollars. Like, that's huge money for. Well, I mean, 30% of 30 is 10 million. Yes. Close. I mean, it would be yeah, it's like be nine, around nine ish million. Some, yeah, but the thing so is, even if you have a twenty percent clause, and it's there, still like seven. That's like six, seven million dollars. Yeah. And like the thing is, I don't feel like Mexico as a federation is like yes, go. They're like stay here where we love you and we pay you a lot of money and like all this stuff. Where fans, yeah, worship you, yeah. But it's also like yo, if they could just. Go. You're not getting the right development. If they could go over, they get better developed. They could play in higher level leagues, whatever. And then in three or four years, when that little Dutch club sells Alexis Vega to Real Sociedad or I don't know, like Villarreal or something like that, where it's like a hey, we're going to the next step of our career for thirty million dollars. They pick up six to nine million dollars, and then they have more money to invest in their own team four years down the line when they might not have a superstar. Yeah, that's true. Coming through their academy, or they yeah. haven't signed a superstar, but they have six million dollars to go get a superstar. You yeah. know, it's and almost like the Premier League, like parachute payments or whatever. Yes, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like the thing is, like Birmingham City, to go back to. Like just Jude, whatever right, they're making, yeah. like they're making a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, Jude, yeah, it was like a ten to fifth. I think it was like a, I don't even remember, but they're making at least six or seven million dollars from um, 
from the sale of Jude Bellingham to Real Madrid from Dortmund. For a hundred plus million dollars, which is great money for us, but sad for Jude that he's gone mainly. Um, and But yeah, I mean, they made, they made money off it. And Jude hasn't played for them in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're making, they had a, I think a 30% um, sell-on clause. Jeez, yeah. Huh. Or no, they have a 5% of, I don't know, they're making, they're making about $30 million. Wow. 30 million pounds. What? Dude, Dude hasn't played in three years yeah, for Birmingham. That's crazy. He probably had that written into his contract because. But yeah. the thing is, a lot of those tiny clubs, they write it into their contract. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna get a ten percent fee. Like yeah. Tyler Adams had it written into his contract when he went to Leipzig. That's true. Yeah. He and did. so Red Bulls picked up like four million dollars. When wow. he had played for Red Bulls in five years, like, and that's the thing is Mexico's got to get to that because they've got to get out of the mindset of like our league is the greatest ever, and we we have all the the keys because they're getting smacked, they're getting smacked at international at level. international level, yeah, they're getting crunched because they don't have they don't have it like yeah, that. It's not the proper. They got they got Henry Martin and Henry Martin had a banger of a year. He scored like he scored well over fifteen goals, like last year. Who did he play? Who does he play? I think he I think Henry Martin is on America. Okay. Um, but but at the same time, that's he had like a ton of goals last year, and it's like great. Go to Europe. Throw a sell on fee. Yeah, he plays for Club America and. Okay. Like, he was great last year for them. So, in the 22-23 Liga MX, both seasons combined, the Clasura and the Apertura, my man had 27 goals and 11 assists That's in 42 really matches. He needs to go somewhere else. Like, yeah. what? Like... And that's the thing. I, that's what I respect so much about Jude is he could have gone anywhere in England. He could have gone anywhere. And he went to Madrid and he said, I needed a bigger challenge. And like, yeah. that's the mindset you want out of your national team, guys. I need a bigger challenge. Yeah. not. To Imagine if Tyler home. Adams would have said like, oh, I don't need a big of a challenge. I'm going to go play for Frankfurt or I'm going to go play for whatever. Instead, he went and played for Leeds and was arguably the best player. Yeah. And literally when he went down, they went down. Uh-huh. Like they were not good without him in the in the not team. Not at all. And but Tyler Adams was like, I need to go challenge myself. And rumors are right now Arsenal's keeping tabs and uh there's genuine interest from Villa. Bro. Oh, wow. Put him on Villa. Villa would be good. Put yeah. him on Villa. Let him play for Unai Emery and let him bring that dog back to the United States. Yeah. Like, my gosh. I don't know who plays for Villa right now, but yeah, that'd be good. He could link up with Leon Bailey, I guess. Yeah. He could be in there with Paqueta. Yeah. And Ollie Watkins. It's a good, uh, it'd be a good team to go to. I think that he I, stays in Premier League and what they're playing Europa League this next year, right? Um, or is it or Conference, Conference League? League? They finished seventh, I believe. Jacob Ramsey's on that team. Um, Tarmings is on that team. You know, there's some guys on that team. Alex Moreno's on that team. Matty Cash, Coutinho's on that team still. Somehow, wow. Um, but I would love if he went over and played a Villa, you know, I think it's a good, I think it's a solid club that he would make a difference on. And yeah, I just think you take him out of the lineup and the lineup becomes a little slimmer. So, um, also AC Milan rumored interested in... 
some sort of deal for Pulisic. Not sure if it's going to go through. Might be alone. Oh, Rosanary! Oh, I'm getting a Pulisic hit for real if he goes there. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool. It'd be super cool if uh, he if he goes there. Ooh, um, that black and, and red stripes. Oh, yeah. So we'll. I mean, we'll see what what goes down. It does look like as of two hours ago, uh, Juventus and Lille are finalizing details on Wea about structure and payment terms. They have already or Wea has already accepted personal terms. Um, so that one is almost, here we go. It's probably, over, yeah, almost over the line. Almost over the line, and uh, we'll we'll see what, what goes down there um, with some of those American boys that are looking for uh, moves there. Yeah, we got to find some. Got to find some moves for these boys. Get, get them away from Leeds. Get them away from Leeds. Get them away from their current situation. And uh, we'll see what, what goes down. But in non-USA news, Rafa Benitez is back, baby. Where? And guess what? He's about to coach an American. At Celta Vigo. Luca De La Torre <laughs> is going to be Rafa Benitez, star boy. Rafa Bene- really? We couldn't get Rafa at U.S. Men's National Team, but they got him at Celta Vigo? Is this real? Ugh, terrible. He has signed on to be Luca De La Torre's manager. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Wow. Okay, well... Good old Rafa. But Hopefully if you want not. more American content, if you want more Dortmund content, um, we are going to be kind of transitioning into that spectrum of uh, this next year. Because um, keeping up with everybody is tough. It is. <laughs> There's too much it football is, to be It watched is tough. Constantly. And I'm still going to continue to watch it. But, like, yeah, you just can't keep up with every single news article and every single transfer that's happening and yeah so we're gonna move into more of uh being about the usa being about uh, dortmund this fall as the season starts um up again in august we don't have much time um but uh we are we're getting excited for that so Uh, If you like this content, uh, hit subscribe so you always are notified when the podcast comes out. Give us a like on Instagram. Give us follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We would love to see um, your face pop up on our Instagram. So yeah, hit those buttons. Give us a like. Interact with us. We'd love to, to chat with you. But as for that and as for Matt, see ya later.